Welcome everyone to the Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, a.k.a. Wolf, and with me as always is Sal Capone. Sal Capone, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to have to get a shirt that says that on it. Sal Capone. Sal Capone. Yeah. <laughs> or Sal Resian. Sal Resian. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so what we got to today, and I guess we should plug the email. Yeah, yeah, we got to I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I know, so. you're just jumping ahead. That's well, great stuff. Well, it's, because it's, it's a story that I've been wanting to tell for a while. Um so the email is doswolfman88 at gmail.com and wolfandsal at gmail.com. Send us your stories, folks. We want to hear them. Yep. Definitely do. I like your uh, shirt, the blue shirt. Oh, hey. I've noticed that you've lost weight. Yeah, it's kind of hanging on me like a drape, but, you know. You're looking svelte. <laughs> brother, I tell you what, I've been working hard at it. But in return, I can see you have too. Yep. I have uh, now 120 pounds down. That is awesome, man. Well, I feel sorry for the poor individual out there that finds all this weight you and I have been losing. <laughs> Banjo looks like he's been, <laughs> he's gotten fat. Look at this little chunky dog. He's not yeah. made to be that thick. He's cuter though, fatter like that. Yeah, he's he's fat and happy, like, so we just <laughs> have to leave him alone and yeah. have him enjoy it. Well, you know, the, the problem with, with me being heavy for so long, everybody, you know, all my buddies from the old days, nobody ever wanted to tell me that you that I was fat. Right, you know, right. Apparently, I just didn't see it. I, I, well, knew, no, no. I knew I was fat. I just nobody would tell me, "Hey, you need to get healthy." You know. Well, like, that's usually the case. You know, friends are trying to be uh, considerate, and they won't tell you. But you know, it's okay because guess what? You 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 looked in the mirror and you said, "Hey, I need to drop some weight," which is what I did as well. And you know, I didn't take offense to anyone if they told me, "Yes, yes, you do," or they agreed with me because you know, part of it is the confidence. Well, if I if I, at one time if I wore a shirt that the color of your shirt, I would have looked like a giant blueberry. Well, people would have just been like, "Look, it's Booberry from the you know <laughs> from the cereal from the cereal. What is he doing cereal out here? Box. All right, yeah. Because uh, you know, it, but nobody would tell me. I mean, like I, I would go downtown, everybody'd be like, "You're looking good," and I'm like, "Dude, I'm wearing a bed sheet." Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it's a toga party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, that's all it would fit on me is a queen size bed sheet. Dude. Oh, I Stop hear what lying. you're saying, brother. I hear what you're saying, and like I said, and I'm not. You know, to me, it's not so much the number of the weight; it's all about getting in shape and just you know working all that, all those mm-hmm. uh, those excess unwanted pounds. I feel like I've know. lost some muscle too, though. Like yeah, not, we, not, not as far as strength, but I I do. I don't look as muscular as I used to. Right, kind of aggravates me because I, but because I, I've dropped both muscle and fat. Yeah, it comes know. with the territory, brother. Unfortunately, yeah, that's true. But uh, anyways, that being said, today's show, I'm gonna we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna have Tony and Anthony come on, and actually, we're gonna let them speak, which isn't very often. But hey, they've got a lot of input on the you know the topic this we're subject. covering today. Now, I guess you can lead us in because you had some questions about it, and we haven't really told you. The whole story behind this. I've only heard bits and pieces. And, you know, today's topic, folks, is going to cover haunted objects. Or cursed objects. Or cur- yes. Cursed or haunted it's objects, however you want to say Whatever it. word you want to throw in there. But they've got a lot of creepy ties to these objects. And the one, that, the first one that comes to mind for me is that dag blasted key that you got. Yeah, there's a key um, that used to be in a gargoyle statue. Uh the gargoyle statue was uh, a mainstay in my old house. The haunted I, one, folks. In the haunted house, yeah. And I, and you can't now, folks. I'm not going to say that that statue was the reason that the place was haunted because we eventually got rid of the statue, and the haunting continued. It didn't miss a beat. It didn't change anything. But I do think that it was an added element to it. 
Now, I'm not going to discuss how, why, or when, or whatever, but um, from Guatemala, I got a statue. And I had the statue. It was a gargoyle statue. It was about, uh, I would say, a foot and a half, maybe a little taller, you know? Mm-hmm. And for about a year and a half, I had it sitting on a shelf. Here's the funny thing. The 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 transport that this thing was come was bringing it back mm-hmm. was destroyed. Um oh, and and there again I'm not I'm not going to get into how or why or what this was but um it was in a war zone mm-hmm. for lack of a better term and it was messed up. So it still survived. The package still survived and it was taken to a depot and eventually return was sent to my address. Now, what's odd is that it showed up like months after I'd already forgotten all about it. I just was like, oh, okay, well, you know. And I'm like, how did this thing show up? No one could really tell me how it showed up, but it did. And um, we're talking a long time ago, uh, late, uh, late, mid to late 90s when this happened. So roughly about 20 years or better ago. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll get into the, the statue itself. The statue was of a gremlin looking gargoyle um and it was it had the key was inside of it now for the first year or year and a half i guess i should say that i had the statue i was not aware of anything in the statue but one day i had someone that would come and clean the house and she heard it something rattle around when she moved it now what's weird is i had moved that thing several times and didn't hear nothing but this person did, and so she said that she thought there was something inside of it. So I began to shake it, and then I got curious, and so I, I tried to figure out how the key the key was in there because it felt solid. It didn't feel like it was right. hollow. But at the time, you didn't know it was a key. You just knew there was something in it. Something in there shaking around, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I began to dig into the bottom of it because we found a soft spot, and the base of it turned out to be hollow where the rest of it wasn't because it was a very heavy statue. Wow. And it was very antique and old looking too. It was very ugly. It was not, as far as I know, at that time, ceramic. I thought mm-hmm. it was just a solid piece and it was metal. Oh, okay. But the base had a ceramic uh, little hole that was stuck into it where you could open it oh okay kind of like those old style penny banks kind of yeah somebody had stuck this in there they'd embedded it up in there so i began to i found a soft spot the paint kind of moved off of it Mm -hmm. because it had been repainted it looked like and um very stupid of me to even have that in the house i don't know why i was i was a different person then opened it up and this key falls out um didn't think much of it at the first at first i just kind of looked at it it had two rubies in the eyes, which are like as you have seen the key. Yes. Uh, it looked. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. it the, one uh, one ruby is bigger than the other. Yeah, they're okay? definitely not. Uh, they're not uh, symmetrical. Symmetrical, yeah. So, would, which would mean would lead to the, the credence to that it is some sort of um, a handmade object. Handmade object, yeah. And here's the thing, too. I, I, I'm under the impression that it is evil, so I haven't decided whether or not we're going to put pictures of it or not on there. I don't know. I don't know if we should. I don't know what it was doing in there, and I don't know where it came from. From For all I know, it could have been something that was made hot topic and somebody just decided to 
put it in that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. I just know that it came from another country. And there is some sort of uh, inscription on the key, too. And we'll get to that in a minute. But here's the thing. That statue in and of itself had something attached to it, some sort of evil attached to it. And when I say that, there were a few incidents that took place. I'll, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, first of all, the transport that was destroyed. The packaging and then or whatever. somehow the package showed up. Oh, wow. Which was just bizarre, and nobody could tell me anything. I mean, it was just a lot of weird stuff. Back then, I was um, just wasn't real big into like you know paying attention to signs and things like that, like right. I am now. If it happened now, I would have taken that box and dumped it into the abyss. Okay, <laughs> because but now you know because that is different than then. Or kill it with fire, right? Kill it with fire if you could. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. So what ended up <laughs> happening? So oh boy. this haunted this particular cursed object, and I do I do really believe it was cursed. Um, was a part of the house. Now, once that statue was gone, the 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 house continued to be. In, you know, there was an infestation of whatever. So that. It wasn't just that, but I think it definitely added its own. Right, it was just another another flavor, another another bit of flavor into the stew of of haunting madness going yeah, on. That was going on there. <laughs> I did have a psychic that came from San Antonio. She came all the way down from San Antonio. When she went into my room, she went straight to that statue and said, "This needs to leave." And I was like, "Okay, well, it's not." So I just, for whatever reason, <laughs> I didn't want to get rid of it. I don't know why. So, anyways. We, I had an angel statue that was, and folks, this is going to sound crazy, but I used to like to paint ceramics, which is kind of like calming Zen thing to me. I would build tank models and I would uh, paint ceramics. I have a really nice uh, Michelangelo's David well, that hey, I painted. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, brother, because, hey, the, just to give a quick tidbit is that the, the uh, samurai, one of the opposite things that they would do is garden. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that was kind of a zen thing for me, which yeah. is to calm and 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 just be not to be uh, so warlike. I would do things like that. I would create. And so I did paint this really beautiful angel and I fired it up, you know. And and so I thought it was neat the way it contrasted the the the, the demonic looking gargoyle, so I I set them opposite of one another. Well, one day, uh, me and Diablo and Scorpion and Squid, we were all in the living room, and we hear like this clanking noise. And uh, this is true. This is true, man. This really happened, man. And Willie was there too, Taz. We walked into my room, and the angel's head was on the ground. Oh, man. And it was very weird because the statue was still there, but the, it looked like something had sliced it, speaking of samurai, like with a samurai sword or some sort of sword. Very sharp blade. Yeah, right? and nobody was in the room. And so it was at an angle, like, you know, and the the gar the angel statue, the head had fallen off of it. That's crazy. So I thought, that's weird. And I, I've had several friends that had come over and they would say that statue just gave them the creeps. Straight um, up willies, huh? A couple, of, yeah, a couple of girlfriends that 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 I had claimed to have seen it, you know, and it looked like it, like its face kind of moved, you know, and stuff. Just different, yeah. I saw that too once, and that was kind of the end of it for me. But that was later on. Um, now the statue would also move. I would put it on my dresser. I would go to work, and then I would come, and it would be moved, and I would be like, "Whoa, why is it over here?" You know, and I'm thinking, long night of work, you know. I sometimes I drink a couple shots when I was at work. So, 
And then so I would come home and think, oh, maybe I was just maybe I was just tired and drank a couple shots or something. And so oh, maybe that's what it was. I don't I don't kept you know trying to figure it out. And then all this weird stuff started happening in the house, like this the, the paranormal activity, folks. If you want to go back and listen to episode two, that'll tell you a lot. Yeah, we talked about that haunted house. Yeah. Yeah, and so. And then, of course, episode three and four, we touch on it again. And Mm -hmm. it was weird. There was a lot of weird stuff going on. So I just attributed all that weird stuff to the house. But there was its own little sphere of influence with this statue. There were some weird things that would happen. One day, I remember laying in bed. I was watching Gunsmoke, one of my favorite shows. And I always liked that show. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was awesome. So I was sitting there watching Gunsmoke. and, And then... I hear kungunk, and it was dark in my room, and I look, and the statue had fallen, but it didn't fall. The top drawer, okay, the top drawer of my dresser was open. And it fell right in. And it fell into that. Oh, wow. And I'm going like, what? Like, how my dresser drawer opened up and it fell into the dresser drawer, I have no idea. I just, I don't know how, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a neat freak. But I'm not a dirty person either, and I'm not a a cluttery person. So right. that drawer would never be open like that. And you're, I just, you're in the habit of if you open it, you close it right back after you're done doing. Yeah, it and I was kind of dozing, you know. Yeah, and that kind of snapped me out of it, and I was like, "Whoa!" And so that was one of the few incidents that 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 happened in my room just to me. One time, I remember the statue. Like I'd rearranged the room, and I set it to the right of my bed. And I'm still looking back, I can't believe I did that. But anyway, I sat it to the right of my bed, and the statue, like, I, I don't want to say the statue did it, but I heard a growling noise coming from the side of my bed, from where the statue was, which I had heard a couple times. And it and it would come from whatever direction, wherever that statue was at. That's Now, nuts. I heard a kind of a, I'm going to try and do it for you, like a... like that now i wow. practiced that to try to get it as close that's as close as i can make it was it low very low but it was also a little guttural and i can't right. do it the way but that was the breathing i heard it was almost like if you take a dog mm-hmm. and he's breathing you know mm-hmm. and then i would hear kind of like a clicking like a, like a oh, teeth wow. you know yeah. and i was like what what you know and so eventually i took the statue and i moved it out into the living room and i just got i just i just didn't know and for whatever reason, I didn't want to get rid of it, and I, it was—I think I think this thing had some kind of uh, energy that was kind of making the, me the, not right, you know, right, attaching you to it. Not not so much. Uh, it's one of those that kind of swayed you to not get rid of it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll be honest—I actually had this weird vision of like, and um, I don't want to say vision; it was more like a, actually a dream. And I was like, I was like falling asleep in the living room one day. And I, I fell asleep looking at it, and I had this dream that I had gotten rid of the statue and my house burned down. Oh, that's nuts. So I was talking to Taz about it, Willie, and then Willie's like, I don't really care. We should just get rid of it, dude. Let's just get rid of it. It's just Let's just get rid of it. You know? I, I don't blame him. So what ended up happening was we did. We got rid of it. Uh, there was a guy that worked at our club. And we actually talked about him in another episode, and I'm not going to, you know, because, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen the guy in years, but we gave him that statue. Well, here's what happened. It gets a little more complicated. When I had the statue in my 
car or my truck actually mm-hmm. to to go down to the club that night. I got mm-hmm. pulled over. Oh no! And I got a ticket. <laughs> wow! For having a headlight out that I couldn't even believe the headlight was out, and then the, and then. Uh, I had a bad habit of not wearing my seatbelt. So I ended up with a ticket for that too. Oh. And then I was going over the speed limit when I argued with the cop about the headlight. I, I was like, when I got in the truck, there was the headlight was on. And so I ended up getting a ticket for speeding and was only like seven miles over, which typically, you know, they may let you slide, but mm-hmm. this guy just went and was writing tickets like crazy. So that was bad luck. I guess you could attribute it to bad luck or bad driving or something I just didn't notice. But um, I get almost to the club, and then I get a flat tire. <laughs> so oh then I'm God. late for work. So then I had to call, you know, a couple, couple of guys to come and get me. And uh, luckily, the guy that owned the, the club also had a tow truck uh, company. So he they, they came and they got me, a couple of the guys. And they got my tire to the shop, whatever. Well, we get the statue to the club to give it to said person that wanted the statue. He was a barback. Oh. So here's what happened. While it was at the club, that night at the club, there was a really bad fight. One of the bouncers got stabbed in the wrist. Man. And he bled and he bled and he bled. Bled like a stuck hog. Bled, bled really. And, and, and that was the first night that was that was, that was going on uh, with that statue. Then there was another incident that took place uh, the next night that the statue was there. Right. The manager of the club was leaving the club he got robbed whoa two guys when he went out the back they 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 confronted him they pushed him back in took him inside the office right and they robbed him they robbed us whatever Mm -hmm. so that was messed up and then one of the barbacks cut their hand and in that same night earlier in the night he had cut his hand on a on a piece of glass wow he was uh, stacking the bottles or whatever and one of them was broken and it cut the heck out of his hand so he had to go to the emergency room so the owner, the owner was like, "There's like, it's like something's wrong, you know. There's something <laughs> weird going on here." Well, the statue had 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 some bar towels laid on it, oh. and so I told the guy, "I said, hey, that the, your statue's up here." Well, the reason it sat there for the weekend was because he was supposed to take it on Thursday, but he got sick, so he didn't come in until Saturday. Whoa. So that statue ended up staying there over the weekend. Well, another thing that happened with that statue, uh was the owner slammed his hand into the door that goes back to the office. He caught his hand in the door. Holy Jesus. Broke his finger. Yeah, it was a big, wow. it, was, it was weird. And it all happened in one weekend. And so my brother, he's going like, you know, if I didn't know any better, I think that that statue's, it's causing us to have a really bad weekend. Yeah, it's, it's throwing out some bad juju around there. Huh? Very bad juju. And so we started kind of, we, we kind of were taking inventory of everything that had happened. And the owner was like, you know what? Get rid of that thing. He goes, this thing has been here for two days. He goes, you know, we've had uh, you messed up your car coming down here, you know. And then the uh, the manager who had said something about it, who's the one that threw the bar towels over it, mm-hmm. he ended up getting robbed. Barback okay. cut his wrist. Barback cut his hand open. Yeah, uh, bouncer wrist, got yeah. stabbed. Yeah, in the wrist. Which, which wasn't right, something yeah. that happened all the time. I got stabbed in that club, but it was right. it was long time uh, after that, and it wasn't it had, you know. It wasn't a very common. It wasn't like there was just stabbings all the time, you know. Yeah, these weird things happening to these guys that night didn't didn't look like isolated incidents because no, they were all no. happening. And there were the three same. bad fights on on Thursday. Yeah, which was usually a, a quieter night for us. 
three bad nights on Friday, and then th- or fights on Friday, and then three bad fights on Saturday. So Ooh. all weekend we were just fighting. Wow. Uh, two times people got sent to the hospital. Uh, different things were going on. You know, it was just a lot wow. of uh, a, ru- a ruckus. You know, surrounding this a lot uh, of negative. It's, it's like it was giving off negative a bad energy. Vibe, yeah. yeah. Wow. So the owner was like, we need to do something about that statue. Well, right after he'd said that, he goes, at the end of the night, I want it gone. Well, I don't want to say the guy's name, but the guy that was going to take it, he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to take it because he's into all this macabre stuff. He, he collected it, all yeah. that kind of stuff. He's like every day is Halloween type guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was telling us, he's like, I'm going to take the statue. It's no biggie. Uh, I'll get it out of there. Well, the manager's like, good, because that thing's ugly. So then he he slams his hand into the door <laughs> right or the owner i'm saying one right. of the owners mm-hmm. so then that happened and we decided you know we're like we have to get rid of this statue there is just something wrong with this thing you know uh ice machine quit working that night oh. the electricity went out like toward the end of the night on saturday and then it came back on but it was like there was a lull there and that's when one of the fights broke out a lot of weird stuff happened now there was even an incident with a uh, a a guy from that was a police officer, you know, that had come in because mm-hmm. there was the, there was the stabbing, and he was taking the report about our bouncer getting stabbed in the in the wrist, and he was sitting there, and he goes, he looks over, and he goes, "What is that?" And he points at the statue, <laughs> and he goes, "That thing gives me the creeps." <laughs> and this was in the, it was a cop, you know. Yeah. He goes, "That thing is creepy, man." He goes, "Whose is that?" I said, "Well, it was mine, but it's not anymore." And so, so anyway, what happened was we the guy took the statue home. Um, nothing goes on for about two or three weeks, and then his house burned down. Holy smokes! <laughs> so that's I, you nuts. Know, it, it was just it was just one thing after another. Uh, things just kept happening with that statue. Now here's what he t- and then here's what he said. First night he got it home. Once again, on the way home. With this thing, this his, is the guy. This is the guy okay. and his girlfriend. Yeah, their their engine, their 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 truck began to smoke. The the you know because they lived like out in Bastrop, whatever. Mm-hmm. The the hood under the engine began to smoke. Oh wow! They pull off the road and it catches on fire. So the the engine caught on fire. Caught smoke on fu- coming yeah. out of the hood mm-hmm. or under from underneath. So the they hood. they had wow. to get away from the truck. They thought it was going to blow up, according wow. to him. And that was just weird because his truck wasn't like an old jalopy. I, I didn't understand that was weird. And then, it, it, you know, it just went on from there. Like, they, they they ended up getting it home. And first thing that happened, their house got broken into while they were at work the oh, next man. weekend. Wow. Okay. So he told me, he goes, yeah, man, our house got broken into. And I thought about it, and I was like, he is the guy that took the statue home. But I didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, man, I should have, you know, I really shouldn't have given him that. I should have just destroyed it or dumped it somewhere. Right. But I really felt like I needed to give it away. I couldn't destroy it for some reason. I don't know. I had this weird feeling. Right, right. Yeah, I can understand that. Just an attachment for some reason, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Some kind of a little, yeah. That's strange, man. That's just, but when you think about the paranormal aspect of the stuff, some people, um, for example, when people talk about near-death experiences, they see the light, feel the light, and they feel a need to go to it, which, of course, you know, in those type of experiences, you know, people are, are going to the light, and, and it's, a, it's a good thing. Well, in this, you know, if there is something like that that is good, then I'm sure there is something that is bad. You know, you're going to have the opposite of that, and this particular object was giving off that bad, you know, that bad a vibe. Very sinister vibe. Yes. Yeah. So, 
me and 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 Squid and, and Diablo were talking about it, you know, and we were like, "Do you think it's the statue?" And Squid's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I think it's the statue. I think it's causing all this stuff to happen." That sounds like Squid. That's well, yeah, and and he had said something about having a nightmare, like like the the two nights that he was like, "Dude, I had nightmares, like whatever." I don't know why he wasn't the only one that had reported that. Now having nightmares, having nightmares, yeah, like like one time he stayed the night at our house before before we we ended up rooming together for a while, yeah. He'd stayed the night in our house. He said that that he had had a nightmare and he, he fell asleep and he was looking at that statue and it just you know, so that was one thing that was weird. And then when it was in the club, there were two or three different people who had reported having nightmares about the club. Oh wow! While it was at the club, and That's and this crazy. is stuff that I, that I pieced together over a period of time because they were they were they were talking about one of the barbacks that was telling me because he worked with that guy, right? And saying after we found out his house had burned down now. Um, so their house got broken into, and then their the somebody took their dog or their oh, dog man. I guess ran away, but they thought that maybe somebody might have taken it because right. the neighbors said they saw somebody playing with it. So then their dog disappeared, and then the guy's car that not not the one that was took but his girlfriend's car yeah ended up getting uh acc- getting repoed uh I guess accidentally or something somebody. Like misidentified it or whatever, and or it got towed or whatever. Towed yeah. It, so it. then they ended up missing work that 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 one the one night and saying they couldn't get out there, so they had to have another guy go and pick them up and bring them into work. Right. And the guy was like, "Man, I'm, we're having just a string of bad luck." And I, I I told him point blank, I said, "Man, maybe you should get rid of that statue." And he goes, "Yeah, if, if things don't get better, you know." And uh, and then he was at the club and he lost his wallet. Holy smokes! So his wallet ended up disappearing. Holy and so smoke. it was just one thing after another, with that, and then it culminated in his house catching on fire <sighs> while he was at work. They still they they never did figure out how it caught on fire or what what caused it. They just know it burnt down. Huh? House burnt down to the ground. Oh, wow. Now here's the catch. Here's Man. here's the clicker to this, folks. Everything was just burned to ash. It was a very bad fire. So it consumed everything. It consumed the whole everything. structure. Everything was consumed. Yes. Wow. Now. The only thing that he said was even recognizable was the dang statue. <laughs> How do you explain that? Like, what is that? Like, and he told me, he goes, dude, you were right. You warned me, you know, and I, I took it. I wanted it. And, you know, I mean, I told him, I said, there's some really bad stuff attached to it. I said, what happened to the statue? Because I don't know. I left it there sitting in the ash. So he never picked it up? Never, never touched it again. Never did anything. And his girlfriend was like, look, that's the only thing that's visible is that statue. So it's a very creepy story. I mean, I don't know how to describe other than it's a cursed object. Well, here's the thing, guys. There was a key. Yeah, the key. And I'm looking at it's right here on the table. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, that's the story. I was gonna say, yeah, that's the one on the, you know, the gargoyle that gives you a lot. You know, for all the people that's listened to our previous shows and you've mentioned the gargoyle and everything, now you've given them the full story on it of what happened, and you know, the key also is mentioned. So hey. I've been chomping at the bit to find out a lot of little pertinent details about this key. So, and I'm looking at it too. So, hey, it's very creepy. Rock, yeah, it's definitely. I will say that it's one of a kind. I've never seen anything like that. No. I've seen some things that are similar, but this one, uh, the ones I've seen were like a pewter. They you when you hold them in your hand, they you know it. You can tell it's like, okay, this was, you know, run through a machine, stamped out, pushed out, and, and just mass produced. This one, you know, I've felt it. I've held it in my hand, and it's got some weight to it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one of those things that you think that, oh, hey, this was, you know, mass produced. It, it may have, some parts may have been produced or it may have came out of a cast and it then an individual took the time to, you intricate know, and make it intricate, make it intricate, you know, clean it up, carve out all the rest of the stuff, polish it up and everything else. So that, that's what really caught my attention about that particular key. You know, this key is really interesting. So. Hey, let us, you know, hey, let us have it, man. Well, here, here's the thing. The key sat in a drawer. The, there, there's a few things. Let me back up, okay? When I first found the key, I just, t- I didn't know what to make of it. I just took it and I threw it in a drawer. Let young young lady that I was dating at the time, she told me that that key's creepy. You should get rid of it, just like the statue. Okay. okay? Um, the day that that me and her had to talk about this, like when I first showed her, look at this key, whatever, she had a she didn't have a bad wreck, but she ran off the road on mm-hmm. thirty five, going back to San Marcos, and wrecked her car. Oh, wow. And I was, my brother made a joke. He's like, maybe you shouldn't be talking about that key or that statue. And she's like, it did decapitate another statue because <laughs> we didn't know how to just, we didn't know how to explain it other know, than that, that right? Than that, yeah. And so we ended up having like the key. One day uh, I had a puppy and when he was a little puppy, he was chewing on, messing with something and I, and this key was in the drawer. So I walked over there and I'm like, what are you chewing on? He was a little German Shepherd puppy and I pulled the key out of his mouth and I'm like, whoa, what, where did you get that? You know? And so. Now, is that the first time you started having any weird incidents with the key? With the key. That I can remember, okay. other than like the girl that I was dating saying that I should right. do something with it, and, and then it, and then it wrecked her car. <laughs> or yeah. She wrecked her car. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, the key made her wreck the car because we don't know. It's just a lot of weird coincidences. If you want to, but I don't really yeah. believe in coincidences, so right. I don't. I think that that it was something was happening. So here's what happened: the dog was playing with it, okay, and so then I end up uh, putting the key back into a drawer that sat next to my bed and. That was the end of that for probably, you know, six months. Nothing came of it at, at right. that point. And then one day I was in the bathroom. Now, folks, this was, there's, there's, bear with me. There's several incidents here. I was in the bathroom and I was brushing my teeth and I looked down and there on the floor between the toilet and the trash can was the key. So I thought, somebody's messing with me. So I asked the guys that were living in the house at that time and, and, uh, Taz was one of them. I asked him and I asked Diablo and Scorpion. Did, did, did any of you guys, did y'all find this key and pull it in, take, and drop it in the bathroom? No, they didn't. I had another friend that came to the house and she was a, a, a buddy of ours. She was, uh, wasn't a bouncer, you know, she was a pretty tough chick. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she could fight. I'm not gonna lie. She could fight like a dude. And so she hung out with us sometimes and, but she was still a woman, so she she had a purse. And mm-hmm. one day, very uh, ladylike, but wasn't afraid to throw those hands. Yeah, right. She, we were we were uh, eating dinner at a restaurant that we all like to go to called La Posada. Folks, it's a gr- it's the best carne asada in all of Austin. Their carne asada is second to none. I love it. So that, so we were eating dinner there, and she's going through her purse, and I guess we were going Dutch or whatever. And she's like, what the heck is this? And she pulls it out of her freaking purse. She had the key? The key was in her purse, yes. And there were five of the guys from the old days that were sitting there. And everybody was like, dude, that's that key. (laughs) 
<laughs> and everybody was just in shock. And and then, you know, of course, the joke was made. Oh, you're trying to steal the key, huh? You know, and she's like, what would I want with that old ugly thing? And she throws it on the, on the, she's like, that looks like some voodoo or something. And so we, we made the joke with her, you know, that she was trying to steal the key, you know? And mm -hmm. now she, she was an African-American female. She was mm -hmm. a black female. And she's like, she's like, I'm a very superstitious person. And mm -hmm. she's like, she's like, nah, uh -uh, honey, I ain't going to mess with nothing like that. That uh -huh. thing is too ugly to be, there's no way I'm going to be playing with that <laughs> key. And so, yeah, I, I, at that point, this is even weirder, okay? I set it up on the counter and I gave it to the bartender. I said, "Here, here you go. Here's a key." All right? Mhm. Mm we leave. Okay, now there were five people that were with me that day. Me, four four of my guys from the old days and her. We leave the restaurant. Right. Uh about 2 months later, now I'm looking you dead in your eyes, Sal. You're going to think I'm crazy. I stick my foot in my shoe. And the key's in the there. The key, yeah. Something hit my toe, <sighs> and I go to pull it out, and it's a, and it's a black widow spider. No, I'm just kidding. No, seriously. <laughs> no, honestly, folks, the key was in in, in your shoe. In the shoe. Holy smokes, man! So that I pull I pull this key out, and I'm thinking this is so freaky. So I told everybody, I said, "You're not going to believe this, but that key was in my shoe." After you'd given it to the bartender. The bartender that, that was, you know. At that, yeah. Now, Hold. okay. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how I even to begin to explain how weird that was for me. It, my whole body went cold. If, if you ever had any kind of chills, folks. But I was going through a lot of weird paranormal stuff at that house, so it didn't surprise me. Now, the reason that I didn't talk about, to go into depth about the statue or the key and, and those episodes about the house, because this is its own thing. Yeah, yeah obviously, right? yeah. So what I did was I said, okay, I, I, I told everybody in the house, I said, I'm putting this key somewhere. I'm not going to tell anybody where. So what I did was I, I hid it behind the detergent and everything up in the uh, laundry uh, area. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, now, if this thing moves to another part of the house and nobody knows where it's at. Okay. Something's wrong here. Well, the next day, if if I if I'm following the timeline correct, I think it was the next day, or no, maybe it was a couple days later, I go to open the drawer to get a spoon and there is the key in the drawer. So then I'm thinking, man, maybe, you know, maybe Jerome or one of these one guys, guys is messing. messing with me, you know. So I started questioning them, you know, everybody that was living there. And I said, did somebody grab this key and put it in the drawer? And I, I got mad. I started screaming at everybody, you know. You know, if y'all are messing with me, you know. And, and and I felt like I was losing my freaking mind. Right. And so I, I ended up, like, taking that key at that point, throwing it in the trash, tying up the bag, throwing it outside the dumpster, whatever. End of, the, end of story. Right. Well, Done I didn't see it. the key again for a long time after that. So here's what happened. We are swimming at my friend's house. We are at a swimming swimming pool, whatever. We're all swimming, swimming party or something. Swimming party, yeah. And his son comes walking up and says, "Look, Daddy, look what I found." Now, you could make the argument that it was just a, a really, really, really crazy coincidence that this key that this kid found was just an identical key to ours. Right. Maybe, like you said, it was mass produced, and maybe just maybe he he picked it up and said, "Oh, look, there's a key." Right. So. He brings the key to, at that time, was one of my best friends. And he's like, what do you got there, buddy? And he looked at it. And he, my friend knew what it was. Mm -hmm. he, he's part of our inner circle. He was right. like, oh, my gosh. So he goes, okay, all right, thanks. And then he turned and looked at me, and his wife was standing there. And she's like, isn't that the key? I was like, yes, the, yes. And she was like, how did it get at our house? 
Like how, how did that happen? How did this key wind up yeah. at their, at their, which would have been their neighbor's house actually. That's, that's just freaky. It is so freaky. That there's no way to describe the feelings, you know? So we actually went to the store and my friend who's now deceased. And unfortunately he took his life years ago. He threw the key out the window. You saw him throw it out the yeah, window? Yeah, yeah. We were all there. It was like me and my brother and another guy. And and he threw it out the window. He said, well, that's the end of that. And I kept thinking to myself, I don't think it is. So I'm not going to say it's a little unnerving because it's very – It's. It, I'm not going to say that it's not uh, extremely unnerving because it is. Yeah, this, um, the, 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 this key keeps finding its way back here to you or yeah, where you live. Yeah, or to where we live. Yeah. Now, here's another thing that happened, Okay. This key ended up at a friend of ours. Yes. House. Okay. And and that was weird. Well, he after- saw the key and you know who he is. He's a friend of ours. We've talked to him. Now, he he saw the key on his uh counter, like a, the bar, right. the bar counter, you right. know, in his apartment, mm-hmm. you know, those the kitchens have the bar. Yeah. He says, "Did you bring this key and, and leave it at my house when you were here last week?" And I'm like, "No." Well, even if I did, you know, he was like, well, that's weird because, I mean, you know, my, my wife has cleaned the apartment since, you know, he's, I don't know how it got there. And I thought he was lying to me. I said, you're making that up, dude. Are you messing with me? This was after it had been thrown out the window? It had been after thrown out the window. That's where it reappeared was at a friend of mine's apartment. Holy yeah, And shit. and we we were there the week before. Do, 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 it just, do, do. yeah, and it just got weirder and weirder. It just kept going and going. So what ended up happening was he said, well, I'm going to bring it to the club tonight and I'll give it back to you. I said, I don't want it. <laughs> That's, this is a twilight, a twilight Zone moment. Well, he came to the club that night, swore it was in his pocket, and then it wasn't there. Oh. He pulled out his keys, and the key was not in his pocket. The, the pocket. Yeah. So I don't know what this key is. I don't know what significance it holds or what it belonged to. I know that in different types of magic and black magic, like Santeria, mm-hmm. you know, and and no, oh, you the, mean Brujeria? Well, Brujeria, Santeria, different types of of, mm-hmm. of whatever voodoo, hoodoo, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they will have objects that they will put. Uh, sometimes they're like an innocuous object; you don't even think nothing of it, and they'll Correct. attach a curse to them. Right, they'll just put like them they, inside yeah. of stuff. Yeah, just like they can make a protective talisman. Talisman, yeah. Yeah, in, in for example, you know, they do that in just to clarify something real quick, folks. Santeria is just for a little more or less a literal translation is 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 for good, the saintly way. Santo, a santo is a saint, so santeria, derivative of that word. So it's for the good, but brujería, of course, which and well, negative. I'm saying so, you know yeah. sometimes people will do things thinking that it's from the good and it's not. That's true. That's true. And I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is the the key he claims now no one can verify that because no one saw the key on his bar, no one saw him bring the key supposedly but he did to the see club. It, but he claims that yeah. So I, I I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know what it was. Now there were a couple other incidents, and I, I wrote them down. Um, but here, here, here's um, the other creepy thing. I was out at the lake. Uh, the at least if I'm following the timeline correctly, after that incident, I believe it was. And if and if it's not correct completely, but I remember it was definitely after your buddy. It was supposedly after that, yeah. And I, and I might yeah. be skipping another incident, but I was out at the lake, and so I thought the key was gone. 
you know, obviously it was traveling or whatever it was doing. Mm -hmm. And we're getting into my friend's SUV and he puts his foot down and he's like, oh, what is that? Picks it up off the floorboard. Now, this wasn't like, like, let me, let me make sure that you guys understand. This wasn't like time after time after time after time. There would be like months that would go by. Right. You'd consider it, you'd consider it completely gone, out of sight, out yeah. of mind, not thinking about it. And then it shows up. Yes. Yeah. There would be months in between these incidents. It wasn't like uh, this traveling key was just. One day it's at his house, the next day over there, you know, and it's jumping around, moving around. Like, right. No, it was over a period of time. It was months, you know. So months go by, and then this key pops back up. This is it's, this is actually gives me anxiety to talk about. I'm not going to lie. So this this happened. He picks it up and goes, what is this? Now, he's a friend of Mars that, that had never seen it. And, he, and, and then when I said that, that was the key, he goes, oh, this is the one y'all were talking about. And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay. So he just tosses it out the window at the at Lake Travis again, yeah, again okay. on the shores of Lake Travis. It gets tossed again. So we all look. I said, "There's the key, everybody. Okay, everybody, this is the key." Okay. About two weeks later, it reappears in my sock drawer. <laughs> then I get so then, then I I talk to these people and they're like, "Oh, you must have drove back over there and you picked at it the up Hudson's and Bend and picked." I said, "No, that's ridiculous." Nobody, nobody did that. That is not what happened. Okay, I'm telling you, folks. I did not go back and pick up this key. That is just what happened. And then it it gets weirder now. Okay, now I don't remember. I think there were, there might have been one other incident at the house. I'm trying to remember. It involved a roommate of mine, and I'm trying to remember where he found it at. But he found. I don't, I don't remember exactly specifically. He found it in his room. After that time, I, I had thrown it out again mm -hmm. and trashed it, whatever, and it reappeared in his room. And then, of course, another buddy of ours that you have hung out with claims to have sat on it, you know, and it was, yeah, okay. Then it reappeared. Okay, so those, I think, are the last two incidents in that house. Now, when we moved, the key had reappeared, okay, <laughs> and it was on... Uh, there was like a little, uh, not a, it's not a bar, but it's a little thin, like, uh, outcropping that would, would that, that kind of separated the dining room from the kitchen. It's right. not really a bar, but you can lean your arms on it. Right. Right. Just a separating partition. Yeah. Separation. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I don't thing. know what you call it, but little partition. Yeah. So that's where we left that key. Just right up there in, on the edge In of that it. old haunted house, you know, should uh, be a, it, it had been separated from there. its friend, the gargoyle statue. And yeah. so we left it there and I said, that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. Well, we moved into the new place, and the key reappeared about six months down the road. After moving into the After other place. After we moved in, yeah, and it was in uh, my nightstand. <laughs> wow. So that's where it gets freaky. Now, here's where I'm going to do. I'm going to bring Tony and Anthony. Y'all are going to come on, say hello. Hey, everyone. This hey. is Anthony. Uh, this is uh, Tony. Okay, Tony is my godson. Anthony's my nephew. Okay, guys. Now, the reason I brought you guys on is just to, to to explain or describe some of the weird places that we found the key in this house. And you you guys have been witness to this, though, right? You, and, you've in seen this the house, keys. in yeah, the new in house. house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I found it. Uh, the current house, yes. I found it uh, probably four years ago now, like back in 2015, I think. I found it in Wolf's nightstand, and this was like after years of of being very familiar what what was in that what was in that nightstand because I would I would go and uh, put stuff in it and take stuff out of it regularly 
Well, one day I went to go grab something out of it, not thinking anything of it. And he had told me the story of the uh, of the key. And I hadn't seen the key or the statue before because he had gotten rid of it. It was before he, your time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Pete, the old roommate, had told you. We, we had talked about it, too. He had told you about it, too. Yeah, yeah. But I opened this top drawer to Wolf's nightstand, and it's just, like, it's right there, like, on, on top of everything. And, and and I grabbed it, and I picked it up. It's it's a very strange, hideous, ugly-looking thing. It sticks out. yeah. And I showed it to Wolf. I was like, is this that key you were talking about? And he's like, dude, where, where did you find that? I told him, I I just went to go grab something out of your nightstand, like I always do, like I like I always have been. I've never seen this thing in there, but it was like just like sitting there right on top of everything as soon as I opened the drawer. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Now, that was the reappearance of it. After the first it, time at the uh, new place? That wasn't the first time. No, <laughs> it, it had appeared before, and I remember throwing it out. Right. I just got rid of it again. Really? I After like, you'd I just moved keep throwing out. it out, and I just keep throwing it out. Yeah. And so, Tony? Well, um, I found it most recently, I believe. Uh, what the weirdest part is, is that uh, right under your TV, you have like a little area where you keep like your, it's a bunch of drawers, and basically. And uh, back when Zane moved in, we, I. That's Diablo's son. Yeah, you yeah. had asked me to clean that out so we can make some space for him to put some clothes in there. And uh, I remember clearing out every single one of those and making enough space so that he could have at least two or three drawers. But uh, he eventually moves out and, you know, things are happening again. And you asked me to go, and I, rem- I think it was your um, blood sugar. You-, you wanted me to go get some uh, machine for your blood sugar? Yeah, I used to have really, like, I had to mess with my blood sugar. Not now, folks, but, you know. Yeah, and I, I open the top left drawer and the first thing I see is this weird-looking gray like key, and I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty neat." I went, I, I had a, like I had no idea where it came from, so I went to show it to you, and I was like, "What the heck? What is this?" And you're like, "Oh, that's the key." And I was like, "Oh, this is what you're talking about." And what bothered me was like I remembered seeing that before in different spots. I just never like really dealt with anything with it. I just always thought like, oh, okay, that's just one of your things. Mm-hmm. And it moves because it moves around. Yeah, and that's the first time I actually picked it up. <laughs> yeah, and, because and, and, after I found it, um, I had put it back in the nightstand, and then the, the next day it was just gone again. Gone. And yeah. and it didn't reappear until Tony found it, which was maybe two three years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I believe Zane had 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 said he was playing with it one day on on the recliner and his dad my brother mm-hmm. was like where'd you get that like and he goes oh, i found it it was like in between the oh it's it, in the crack the, yeah the no crack it was in between live. it was in between the uh the recliners, recliners. yeah yes. and, and, he, and i was like in between I, the recliners yeah, it was like right here on like, the he floor. found it on the floor yeah oh, i believe wow. that's what he had said it, it, it he was messing with it one night and so I, I was, thought you were talking about the spot, you know, between like the cushions. No, no, no. It was, the, he found it in between the recliners. Because you, know, you know that's where the crack monster lives, right? And he swallows and eats everything. That's why you find stuff. The crack monster lives out there where I work. <laughs> There's but, a bunch of them out there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyways, this, uh, no, this key was just, I mean, it's traveled. <clears throat> so D was like, well, we found the key again. And so <laughs> I think Zayner, <clears throat> you know, was just messing with it. He just yeah. kind of threw it up on the on the table. Yeah. And I just left it there because I knew it would just disappear. Wow. And and so here recently, uh, it had gone missing again. Right, guys? I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. I mean, well, what happened was after I found it, I was uh, I didn't want to put it somewhere hidden again. So what I did is you have this very beautiful, like, gold Darth Vader statue. 
and he has his hand open. So what I did was I just put the key in his hand like he's holding it. And um, that's left the last there. place I left it. And that's the last place I saw it. And you ain't messed but, with but it then, ever but again. Then, but then it disappeared from from there. Whoa. And so uh, D had gone into the room and uh, he was uh, messing with something. Mm-hmm. And he noticed that it was gone. And cool. so I'm at work actually that night. And he calls me and he goes, you know what? I just noticed that that the key yesterday was in Darth Vader's hand. Now it's gone. And I'm like, no way. It's got to be there. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's just sitting there, you know, in his hand and he goes, no, it's gone. I said, well, maybe it fell. So he was looking all around the nightstand and everywhere else and in the drawers and it was nowhere to be found. So a couple months go by like it, like always, and it reappears in Vader's hand. And now my wife is like, she is totally freaked out by this key. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She doesn't want to touch it. She doesn't want to, she, she wants me to get rid of it. And I told her, I don't know if I can. Because every time we do, it, it re- shows it back up. Yeah. yeah, so I just kind of gave up messing with it. Now, here's another weird thing. Uh, recently, and I and I wasn't the one that discovered it. it was one of you guys? It was one of y'all? It was Tony. Tony, with the inscription. Oh, oh no, 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 no! That was Anthony. No, that that was me. That I no, I noticed that whenever I first found it, because I I found it and I was looking at it really closely, and I noticed like on the side of it. There's like a really tiny inscription. It's barely legible. You have to put it under a under a magnifying glass to really even see it. But you can tell that they're like hand etched into there very closely and very meticulously, and they look almost like runes. But if you, the weird part is that if you look at them really closely, it looks like four letters. It looks like W O L F. I mean, then maybe that's just a coincidence, like because I don't know what what that's supposed to say or even what alphabet it's written in or what it means. But it, I just thought that that was a really very weird inscription on it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And, and it's so tiny that, that Sal, when you yeah. were examining it, yeah, it was, you couldn't even make out. No, not the, the runes. And then when I looked at it first, I just said, that this is really interesting, but just on the exterior features, you know, as I looked at it and the fact that it weighs, it weighs, you know, it's got its weight to it. It's, yeah, it's something solid. It's, it's heavy. Not, yeah. yeah, it's not like I said. It's not like one of these one cheaply of these made little mass-produced pewter keys that they sell at these places because they're you know that they're cool looking. This thing and it's been it's been highly polished. You know, something that those mass-produced keys you can you can see where they've put in they've they've sprayed some type of a lacquer or, or something on it in order to keep them shiny. This one is is uh, really interesting. And, I, and I'm debating, like I said, if I should put pictures of it or not, because I had a friend who took a picture of it and his phone exploded. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah and I, I, I don't know. What don't to, tempt you know, fate? I don't know. I, I don't want to put it on, like, you know, put it. Well, here's the thought. You know, you're, when you're ready to get a new phone, you just take a picture of it and then the phone's going to blow up <laughs> and then you go get a new you phone. You know, because I don't know about that because what if, you know, if, if the listeners and then they... I don't know what happens if they take you know look at it and then something happens because I've had people say they've had nightmares after messing with it and playing right. with it. People have had, and there's so many things have happened with that key. I mean, the nightmares I know that I've had at least four of my friends claim that they've had nightmares, and at least four or five of them have claimed to have seen it in their house. That's interesting. So you know, here recently it's been in Darth Vader's hand and it's been there for a couple of weeks. You know. Until it disappears again. Until it disappears again, and then it'll probably reappear. So, so I guess, you know, from here on out, for anyone that comes in this house, 
they know that it's supposed to stay on Darth Vader's hand, right? Yes. Out in the open so you can see it. I think every time we find it, we should just put it there so that's where we know it's always going to yeah. be. You know, mm-hmm. instead of like trying to move it around and then getting confused, like we just all know if we see it. Well, I don't it, live at your happens. house, Wolf, so I, I would say, but that sounds like a good idea. That way everybody knows. Well, you know, and, and you can Darth track Vader was holding a big chain, which I thought was more interesting, but now <laughs> we got to have him holding the keys. You know, sorry, well, Darth. He's protecting but, it. I mean, yeah. or he's he's keeping watch over it for us. And it has two rubies in the eyes. Um, yeah, and oddly enough, well, you said the ones that were on the opposite side fell out. Mm-hmm. So now you have on the opposite. They were real, too, uh, according to a jeweler, but they were damaged. Oh, okay. I don't know how or why, but he just said they were damaged. And you can't pull the other rubies out without damaging them or damaging the object. And what's weird about it is, like, you can tell it's handmade by how imperfect it is. Yeah, it's got imperfections. Like a bunch. Like, if you look at one side to the other, it doesn't match at all. Even, like, the key is not straight up and down. Like, it's all bent. So, like, it's just a really weird object. Yeah, all someone together. took a lot of time to really meticulously create that and and uh, sculpt all the details for, hand, for whatever reason. Made, yeah, and maybe they, you know, and maybe it was like, but if if it was something that was mass produced, to me, looking at it, it looks like they 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 re they copied a mass produced one and made it a a an original. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like if you were to take, uh, like, I got a ring. That was a mass-produced ring, but then I made a gold copy of it, and it looks, you can tell that it's got a little bit of imperfections and stuff that right. a jeweler make. Correct, because it was it was done by hand. Mm-hmm. That's you what know. this looks like. Like yeah. Maybe it was a, a mass They got inspiration from something else, and then, of course, they, they decided to create their own version of whatever it is that they saw. So in case we decide we're not going to put the picture on there, because I don't know what this, this key kind of spooks me. I'm looking at it, holding it in my hand right now. Uh, it's, it looks like a spinal column going up, you know, like an old timey key yeah. with a spinal column going up at the top with arrows going out of either sides and they go, and then the spinal column goes up into a skull, a which winged turns into skull, demonic bat wings. And then there's like a hole at the top, like it's made to be a pendant. Yeah. Like yeah. if you've ever seen the logo for that band Avenged Sevenfold, how it's got like the, uh, the skull with the bat wings coming out of the side of it. Yeah. That's what it looks like on, on the very top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it reminds me of the whole. Uh, you remember that album cover for that for for that one Motley Crue album that came out in like in the eighties? Uh, Doctor Feelgood is that's that album. Yeah, I don't remember the cover though. The cover had something similar to that. Doctor oh, Feelgood. I have to go and look it up. Yeah, you know, and it's it's this was really strange because I looked at that and it does kind of remind me. Well, of course, and what I'm referring to is the way the wings are shaped and and everything on top of that mm-hmm. key. You know. Oh, okay. I see. Now, he, Tony just pulled it up. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, it kind of reminds kinda. me of that. Yeah. But it, it, of course, what what the symbol on um the symbol on the uh Dr. Feelgood album by Motley Crue is is got it's basically you have a wing, the staff, the wing, something that you see that references a doctor or medicine, the staff with the, you know, the snakes and all this other stuff. Well, that's it's it's a very I guess you could say horror style um, version of that, but the top of the key kind of reminds me of that. The wings do, and it kind of looks like an H.R. Geiger weird yeah. looking piece yeah. of art or something. Yeah, maybe like some weird gothic person made it or something. Yeah, or yeah. copied it. But the the uh, the inscription 
The microscopic inscription is just a really weird because it does look like it says wolf. And I just, well, I the second part, I mean, I think it might just be me, but I, it looks like it says gallo, like gallows. You know, oh, like that would gang. be gallo in Spanish. Either rooster. way, I mean, that's, but yeah, yeah, but gallo in Spanish means rooster. Yeah, which doesn't make much sense to me. Well, so. it would be Spanish because it came from Guatemala. Yeah. So whoever had it was in Latin America, in Central America, whatever. Now, here's the thing Sal brought up an interesting point. Uh, the statue, you, what were your thoughts? I just, you know, it, since it's not burning, you know, it, the whole house burned down around it. It'll basically burn to ash, and that's the only thing left standing. In my opinion, unfortunately, I never saw the statue firsthand, never physically saw it or anything like that. It was but, ugly, I could tell but, you that. But if it was of any metal and... It would have been damaged by the fire, and of course, this guy said, "No, you could, you could see. There it is. There's the statue. It didn't melt it down. It didn't. It didn't affect it." And I'm not saying I'm an expert or know anything. I'm I'm not a fireman, and they are they're pretty well versed on structure fire. His fires. girlfriend took a picture of it. Oh yeah, yeah, in the fire because back then there wasn't no cell phones and all. It was late right. '90s. Um, but she took a picture and brought Pulled it out to the camera? club and and showed us the pictures. Oh wow. Then that's Which, nuts. Looking back on, I wish I would have kept them or no. asked for a copy, but I didn't. I just didn't want nothing to do with it. That's nuts. I've never taken a picture of this key but, either, but but a friend of ours did. You know, six and seven the years phone ago, just his phone popped like exploded on his dash of his vehicle, <sighs> right after taking a picture of it. So it made me think that maybe we should just not. I don't know. Well, what's weird is like everything that happens is just like really, you know, suspiciously timed coincidences. You know, it's nothing that you could, like, pinpoint, like, oh, this caused it. But it's just, like, all very, like, accidental. Like, that. it's, like, it's too closely related for it to not be connected. But it's not like it's anything, like, directly happening. Right. You can't prove it directly that yeah. the key is the direct cause. But it sure is odd and ironic that these things happen when dealing with the key. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna badmouth the key. It's really, inter- it's a really interesting looking. You're not key. gonna badmouth. Do not taunt the key. Do not look directly into its <laughs> yes. eyes. Obey the key. Exactly. Obey the key. <laughs> so, no, but it's really it's interesting. Weird. It's like and it just pops up whenever it feels like, or whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to anthropomorphize a key, but it's a very creepy thing. And nobody, you know, nothing really like bad that I can say is directly related to this. Like. Like I can't really like the statue, but mm-hmm. I just I, th- I definitely think it has its own energy for whatever reason. So, folks out there in listening land, anybody who's out there listening to this, yeah, if you got any theories about it, or you got any whatever, we'll yeah. we'll post a thread in the group of Paranormal Roundtable on Facebook. Yeah, go there. A discussion group, and we'll, we're going to discuss whether or not we're going to post a picture of it or not. We'll we'll figure it out. And then you guys can, uh, and we can talk about it on the discussion group after after this airs. Yeah. And then you guys can give me your thoughts on it. I think that's 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 probably the uh, the most logical, rational way to approach that when and dealing ir- with the keys. Because maybe ra- irrational thing. <laughs> yeah, to deal with an illogic, an illogical, and irrational thing. Yeah. Maybe the only way you could really ever, you know, be be done with the key is to get it back to the uh, gargoyle. If you know, oh, there's no way to know where that's exactly, at. I mean, and that's no that's the, what are the chances of that? Yes, I agree. I never thought of that. Maybe what we join them back together. I don't even know if I how I could get a hold of that guy. 
That's that's the weird thing. If we just find a gargoyle statue and just leave it with it. Well, I mean, who knows? But obviously, you know, like you said earlier, maybe it's, you know, need to put those two back together and then, you know. Seal it back up? Seal it back up or do whatever or. And and folks at home, here's the moral to the story. Don't don't take things from witches' yards in, in Guatemala during a, <laughs> during a civil war and say, oh, this is pretty. I'm going to take this. Uh, disclaimer, I'm not saying that's what I did, okay? Okay? That's all alleged. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that you shouldn't do those things and have them shipped back to your house because those are just things happen. Mm-hmm. Bye. If hypothetically that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Which well, I'm you, not admitting or that that's what happened. Well, you know, when I was in the military and we traveled, we, you know, if we get a chance to go, you know, onto the local uh, economy there and buy stuff from shops and stuff. You know, a lot of yeah, guys would do that, you know. Believe me, yeah. I've traveled. And then, so. and then they'll always have some sort of little trinkets of deceit yeah. and evil. And oh, yes. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man, but that's, that's you, you definitely got a unique key on your hands there. Yeah, well, well I'd like not to. <laughs> well, uh, the key has proven that, guess what? You know, it's like static cling. You can't get rid of it. That's right. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all the time we have for tonight. I just, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, it was just a weird story and it was, I knew it was going to take a while to get through that one. So that's why I haven't told it in any other episodes because it's its own episodes. It's, it's amazing though. But the key, yeah, it's, it's definitely unique. Mm-hmm. And hey, for all, for all we know, there's going to be somebody out there in the audience that's going to be able to give you a little insight maybe, maybe. a little you know info out there on because maybe they've dealt with something similar who knows mm-hmm. haunted house haunted gorgo haunted key yeah and, and cursed object or that's their forte i mean there there's people out there that they focus on that kind of stuff so yeah I bet the warrens aren't still around i could give I, I thought about that if i were you know but i don't think it would make it to them i think if you try to mail it it would just show back up no. I think you would have to personally deliver it. Yeah. Even then, it yeah, and then disappear. maybe they could put it inside of a container. Or it might just disappear when you get there, and you're just like, oh, well, I drove all this way for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows like how that would go if you try to personally deliver it to make that trip, if you didn't even make it there. If you'd even make it because of all the I stuff wouldn't keep that, that thing in my vehicle. No, I wouldn't put it in my vehicle at all. That's why it's, if when we leave, it'll stay in this place. Uh, so that's that's the end of that. I mean, I'm not taking it with me, but... I'm just glad it's a key and, and and not an ancient puzzle box that summons demons. <laughs> yeah. You opened the box, we came. You know, yeah. no, that's good. No, that's scary. I mean, well, realistically, that is, I mean, it is a lot better than that. That's well, I true. mean, thankfully, if it was an ancient puzzle box, I don't think anyone here could really solve it. I don't think we have the time and effort. Well, yeah, we, we work too much. Enough. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all the time we got for today. Anthony, thanks for being on the show. Tony uh, and, and Sal, everybody. Yeah. Uh, everybody out there in, in listening land, doswolfman88 at gmail.com and das, uh, wolf and Sal at gmail.com. gmail.com. It, this has been interesting. I got a lot to process. Yes, now. absolutely. Got lots to process, but it's been great. Thank you, folks, for being with us tonight. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>